is the Podswoggle Network. We'll keep the light on for you. Welcome to Pod Swoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. This is part two of our WrestleMania 31 post show recorded immediately after WrestleMania 31. If you haven't gone back and listened to part one, make sure to go to iTunes, Podswoggle.com, or Stitcher to listen to that show before you jump into that one. But without further ado, enjoy the show. All right, now the calm down on the show, the oh, Divas match. Good God. On this one and the real one, Bellas, Paige, and AJ. Uh, Almost broke seven minutes. That's that's good. Um, I, I dug it. You know, it's we're, it's still a work in progress on the big shows like this. Mm-hmm. The fact that they made it on the main show, the the four that deserved it. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Uh, yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. All I have Any? written down is just hell yeah. All right, that's a a step in the right direction. Plus, also with there, I saw a uh, a report on the sheets <clears throat> saying that. They're going to be making some big changes into the way they approach divas, and a lot of that does come from Total Divas. I don't know. Yeah, did any did anyone else see that that report? No, no. I didn't. Basically, uh, it really kind of broke it down. Actually, uh, they uh, were they want to address the problem of all the girls on Total Divas, you know, coming across as strong women, and so when the people that that watch Total Divas that aren't wrestling fans watch the WWE television show. Uh, they see them not being the same strong people and not carrying over those fans. And they want to actually, the, the dawn, it's dawning on them how they can fix that. Yeah, because, I mean, E does a good job editing the show to make it seem like the crowd is honestly invested in these Divas matches yeah. and they get time. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a fair point. I yeah. mean... That, and, that made, and, and they uh, might even eventually sign Eva Marie, because I'm still not convinced she's a WWE <laughs> employee. <laughs> she's a featured player. She's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, barely. She's barely. the Beck Bennett of the WWE. She, she, what? She's the comedian that like sells jokes to SNL Weekend Update. <laughs> <laughs> she is a legit independent contractor. Yeah. Uh, anybody else want Divas match? Throw, throw, throw some lines in. This, this, yeah. was, this is the reason why I said the ladder match was my second least favorite, because this one was my least favorite, but the thing is that it's they only had seven minutes. It's really hard to fucking do anything in that time for them, but whatever. Wouldn't anything? Uh, they certainly did the best they can with the time that they were allotted, uh, but I didn't... I didn't... I did not not like the match, and mm-hmm. I didn't... And I didn't like the match. It, it was a match that just needed to happen for the for the cool down. You know, I did, I did like you know some of the, you know the false finishes and and such. Um, but uh, but it was just a match that that needed to happen. There's always a cool down match, and this was it. Yeah, it's been a really good raw match. Yeah, hey, they got again. They got more time than I was expecting. So good for them. Uh, Tope. Oh, well, go ahead and say something, and then we have to cover something else. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, that's what I was waiting for. Uh, I think this match should be the from this point on the floor of diva matches. Like everything needs to be importance wise at this level or more. And I think 
hopefully this is the start of something bigger. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. Yeah. Everybody still watching the replay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the best part. Yep. Yep. Which part's, which part's it on? The motherfucking tank, bitch. Oh. <laughs> this is yeah. sick. Well, speaking of sick, uh, we're, uh, we're almost getting to the part that I'll give us reference to. But first, uh, we have a couple things. Uh, we forgot to talk about the commercial for the upcoming WWE Network shows. We got a Too Hot for TV Jerry Springer show, which probably looks pretty stupid. Yep. We got Camp WWE, which, if Seth Green is legitimately involved... Could be all right. And it's TVMA. It's legitimately MA. That's what they kept saying. Well, it's a, it's an adult comedy, so it could still be like TV 14. No, no, they, I, I pretty sure it was Seth Green that like explicitly said it's TVMA. Oh, well, I'm, and I'm more excited about it now. Yeah, that would be awesome if it is. Yeah. At the very least, it'd be interesting. Yeah. Uh, we have Swerved from Jeff Tremaine. Uh, from Jackass. Uh, do we have some uh, other thoughts on that? Got a fucking tank. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. As, as per custom, I have WrestleMania's replay on in the background as we do this. And, yeah. Uh, that's uh, not even the part. I think that's, uh, that's fine. Fucking awesome. So Sword is okay for right now? Yeah, I think we're good. Okay, good. Uh, and then... Tope, what is the other show that's returning? Uh, to say return is such an understatement because there's a certain wrestler who quote-unquote returned to mainstream wrestling this year. I think his name is Sting. Yeah, this is the second biggest return. Or that's the second biggest return because the fucking Diva search is back. And now this is Podswoggles. of the week and i goddamn fucking love the wwe diva search uh yeah uh, tough enough that's cool you know we got john morrison matt morgan you know the miz yeah nxt yeah you know oh kevin owens he's cool uh sammy Zayn. i'm gonna read a few names for you motherfuckers right now uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh please read names oh uh, how about uh christy hemi uh yeah Amy Weber, Carmella, Kenneth Michelle, Georgie Ubani, Michelle McCool, I'm standing up, Maria, <laughs> Ashley, <laughs> Crystal, Layla, Maurice, Rosa Mendes, Eva Torres, Taryn Terrell, and Lena Yada? Are you kidding me? Are you? That's the NWO, like, times a billion right there. <laughs> I fucking, they're going to make these these girls running bikinis and then wrestle like are you kidding me that's the most it's the most amazing concept they had the rock host a pie eating concept <laughs> 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 oh what's better than some 22 year old who was working as like an instagram model two months ago trying to make eating a pie look sexy nothing can i can i interject for one second of course the fact that christy hemi won that pie eating contest by sitting on a pie he didn't even eat it she, she did a split on the pie <laughs> he changed the game <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, it's the it's the strip club for the WWE. Uh, it's beautiful. A couple other things. I love that last night Medusa 
threw away bra and panties out of a trash can and said, I hated that crap. Next night, Diva searches back. <laughs> <laughs> number, number two, all that hard work Sarah Del Rey did. <laughs> Hashtag give Divas a search. <laughs> He's just uh, coming yeah. up. That's all I'm going to say. And three, Tope. Are we going to get a live microphone and a chance to equal the greatest moment in wrestling history? <laughs> you come guzzling gutter slut. That was said on WWE. That was said on TV. That's the most amazing thing. And <laughs> to go what Rich said, Vince McMahon literally doesn't understand hashtags. So he's like, I guess I'll give divas a chance. Here, go. Be on the show and I'll give you a chance to be a diva. That's what you guys fucking want. There you go. You're still getting two-minute matches, but I'm going to give you guys a chance. My concern is that when the Diva Search was launched, Johnny Ace was in charge of talent relations. Uh-huh. And we all know that he was a big fan of, um, how can I say this delicately, jerking off and making pages of swimsuit calendars stick together. Now we have Mark Carano, who looks like he likes to smell feet. <laughs> It could be bad. <laughs> I'm going to say this. There is a positive correlation, and it's not come from me. It's from, you know, talking to people who have experience between women that are beautiful and their feet. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying, hey, I'm not saying anything crazy. I'm just saying. That's what I've heard. So I have faith because it's the fucking diva search, man. It books itself. Wyden loves his future wife's feet. I was going to say, are we talking about Tony Alice here? What's going on? <laughs> uh, thank you for letting me get that out of my system. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> now I have to get this out of my system. My yearly recap of the Hall of Fame. There we go. Uh, oh, I, baby. I normally do it in two sentences for every inductee, so this is my Hall of Fame recap in 18 sentences. <sighs> Again, as always, doing this off the top of the dome. Scotty Two Hardy's. Ugh, let me start that over again. Huh? <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah, my mouth is cold from eating turkey. No, 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 no. That's one sentence. Next That's, sentence. I know it is not. <laughs> Scotty Two Hardy's heart is broken in half. That wasn't a lay Rikishi was wearing, comma, or semicolon. That was one of the things you put around a horse in the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> uh. Alundra Blaze needs to be an NXT Teaching Divas promo stat. She buried Ed Ferrara, like Ed Ferrara buries Barbie back ribs on a daily basis. <laughs> Bushwhacker Butch is my favorite pirate. <laughs> Bushwhacker Luke needs to let go of the hair dye. <laughs> Adding a third one here. I'm surprised Bret Hart's heart didn't explode doing the Bushwhackers dance. (laughs) (laughs) I'm only using one sense on Tatsumi Fujinami. Bob Backlund's fucking crazy. Oh shit, I'm not keeping count. (laughs) Who am I missing? Larry Zabisco is still talking. (laughs) Uh, Who am I missing? Lainey Poffo. Gets a five on his rubric rights test or whatever. Florida, I always say Florida rights. Every state has it. This doesn't count. This is a rant. Um, I didn't cry somehow. It was really close, but I didn't cry somehow. <laughs> John Michaels was the MVP of the night. 
Kevin Nash, his wife, is a trooper. <laughs> Where am I at? I have no idea. Did I hit everybody? Did I miss anybody? I think I hit everybody. If I didn't hit them, they're not important. And uh, Scotty Too Hardy is Matt Hardy's future kid. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, I would break it out of the vault, but fuck it. Because <laughs> we have to talk about a motherfucking tank. Yes. <laughs> fuck wrestling. That was a tank. <laughs> like we heard the rumors, like way it's gonna have a cool entrance. Things have a good entrance. And I heard that they were looking for like Russian soldiers for Rusev, and I thought they were gonna just do like a normal Cena entrance, but with like Russian people instead. No. That didn't happen. <laughs> there was a tank. And sure, DX came out like a stupid tank before, but it was like implied that it was like Shawn Michaels' penis. This was implied that Rusev owns a fucking tank. Man, this guy that came over, this, this guy who came over was actually a friend of a friend, so I had met him tonight, and he was actually a huge wrestling fan. He was talking about the whole Rusev storyline and everything, and we were like, man, how sick would it be if they actually got like Vladimir Putin to come out? And like, ah, you know, Mark, then the tank comes out. And we're just like, "Fuck, Putin, this shit's badass." I, 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 I'm a defector. I, I'm Russian. I'm Russian now. They're right. We're wrong. Yep. <laughs> anybody uh, else? Anybody else want to gush? Rich, go. Uh, uh, man, just like Lana looked triumphant and majestic, just leading everyone down the aisle to the ring. Like it was just like she. She looked like even more beautiful than ever for whatever reason. It was, uh, yeah. And the match itself was, a damn, like, Rusev did it again, dude. Like, his his uh, reactions and his facial expressions and his just acting within the match was just exemplary. And it stood out again, even more so. It was just really fucking good. He is fantastic. And he is, I would say, of course, Ambrose is my boy. And Lesnar's just on another level. But Rusev would probably be right there for me in, in terms of somebody I look forward to on a weekly basis now. And it seems like yeah. he has those qualities that set him apart from a Kozlov or an Umaga. And hopefully they see that as well, which it it seems they do. I'd say getting a match with Cena at Mania already kind of does. And that entrance. And yeah, yeah, and yeah. And the fact How much do you think that entrance cost? Well, considering, remember that shitty WrestleMania 23 like stunt car entrance that Cena had. Mm. Apparently, that cost like quarter of a million dollars. No. So I, a tank's got to be at least like seventy five grand, right? Just guessing. I mean, I have no idea. Yeah. I well, don't even know what I don't even well, know what cars cost. Like I'm just guessing. Here's the thing: Do they have to buy the tank, or well, they're like, tank. are there rental tank places? Like, who, are, who do you call up? Who do you call up? Like, I'm sure fucking like Hertz rent a car is like, nah, we're fresh out of tanks. <laughs> well, when are you gonna, when are you gonna get one back in? Well, we haven't had one since the war. So, <laughs> what Persian Gulf? No, the second one. <laughs> uh, yeah, Okay, well, why, why would they buy a tank? Like, what are they gonna do with it? <laughs> Oh, it's WWE. They'll find a way. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. Um, uh, they'll um, really quick, like I guess, sincere question because this was the only thing that could have made WrestleMania better was if Rusev won. I think Witten is legit sleeping. Yep. No, I'm up. <laughs> <laughs> Were you just bored? <laughs> and, I'm trying. And, I'm trying to keep myself entertained. Entertained by watching cops. 
I mean, I mean, if we're if we're disrupting you, please. <laughs> no, no, con- no, continue, continue. Um. Anyway, um. Oh, we have to also talk about the. Well, let's talk about it really quick. The uh, the the rock jumping stunner move. We're, I'm gonna get to John Cena second. Um. But uh, the only thing that could have made Mania better for me was if Rusev won. I still think Rusev should have won. I mean. I think we all were realistic in that aspect. Obviously, with our picks, we were. Uh, obviously, the, my streak is over, and then I got my highest point total. I wasn't happy about it. Asshole. Sorry. Uh, to to go back to Rich's point about Lana, I think it was because absence made the heart grow fonder in that she was gone for like three weeks, and we had to suffer through the worst community actor ever with his stupid fake Russian accent. But... Um, but yeah, she she's great at what she does, which is very little, but there's just a presence about her and I'm I'm excited to see I'm excited but I'm worried at the same time for both of them because I think the next move is to kind of split them apart yeah. and see what they can go from there. But Rusev has proven that on the mic he's fine. He I like him on the mic. He's confident, you know, his yeah. accent isn't much of a deterrent. Um, I, I think he's going to be fine, but for Lana, you're going to see if they just like, oh yeah, I wasn't ever really Russian. I was just putting on if they, if they Kofi Kingst- Kingston her basically. Yeah. Um, and also, the shoe thing never really came to mean anything. Yeah, what well, the I think, fuck I think she, was that? I think she was supposed to hit Cena and she missed, and then they had to cover for it maybe. Yeah, but um, yeah, but no, I, I think this I think this is going to end up being one of those underrated Mania matches that gets forgotten about because. It was good. There was nothing wrong with it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Ending was a little meh uh, with the with Lana getting involved and getting hit, hit off the apron. Um, but yeah, I, I think this will be looked at five years from now. Of like that was a really good match. No, it was it was very thoroughly entertaining. Uh, Win if if they've caught the bad guy, go ahead. <laughs> uh, first of all, Bridget Nielsen. Eat your fucking heart out. Oh, eat your asshole out, Bridget Nielsen. Yeah, yeah. Lana has now taken that over. She has. Uh, she took that over from the day she debuted. <laughs> Second, I think WWE finally got their point across that if you do not like if you do not like John Cena, you are not American. So you now have to like John Cena or move to another country. Or hey, if you don't like John Cena, he's going to start doing ACH's moves and he's going to make you like him. <laughs> <laughs> but this, I mean, we all we, we all saw the writing on the wall as far as they were leading up to this, and Cena finally conquering it all. Do we do we like it? No, but we saw it coming. But and it it ended up being a beautiful beautiful moment. The match was uh, the match was a good match between Rusev and and Cena. Very good match, and yeah, good match, good moment, and yeah. America. Fuck yeah. Uh, Rich. At the same time, I feel like I've already kind of gotten a lot about this match in there, but at the same time, I kind of do, and we talked about it, and the sheets came true for this one, I do like the fact that we have a 15-time world champion as our U.S. champion right now. It can do nothing but... And same thing with Daniel Bryan holding the IC title. Exactly. Is those guys are now going to be working with guys that need to work with these guys. Yeah. Like Rus- Rusev, Rusev was already on his way, but he was working with Swagger and Biggie and Sheamus and Ryback. Definitely a, a tier below Cena. And now he's looked at totally different. Mm-hmm. 
and, and hopefully can keep that momentum up. Just like a guy that I can assume, like, I'm trying to think who could be in that position against Cena right now. Um, I mean, the undercard heels really aren't crazy. But if in a couple months, if you can build up a, if you can rebuild Luke Harper and he can have a three-month view yeah. with Cena over the U.S. title, fucking great, perfect, mm-hmm. awesome. Like, Cena's not going to lose anything dropping the strap for a couple months and then getting it back or doing whatever. Yeah, it's going to be great long-term for everybody involved. I didn't think about that. Um, Tope, uh, Tope. Um, just two things for me real quick. First off, you know how much they like Rusev just by the fact that they had the fast lane match that they didn't have to have just so Rusev could get a win over Cena. And he can always say that he's the first person to quote-unquote beat Cena by submission in however many years. Exactly. That's so, the kind of thing that he, it's like the Jericho promo he can cut in two years if need be. Exactly. So it's like they, they like him, so that's great. Uh, and just talking about kind of, I kind of want to talk about the um, psychology of the match. Psych fucking Tankamania! <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh, I literally had like 29 tweets about tanks. <laughs> is there any. And you is, didn't say the name Thomas once. <laughs> this might be a fun game one day, but is there any correlation at all to like the awesomeness of an entrance to their record as far as them winning or not? I don't think it's good if your name's not The Undertaker. <laughs> yeah. I, think this, I think this is the first one Triple H had where he won. The... God. No, I was going to say, because yeah, every other time he did like his Conan shit, or, or he did like coming out of, oh no, I guess his entrance against Lesnar too. But those are the only two I can think of, except Cena and Taker. And even his entrance against Lesnar was kind of just recycling shit they had. And and then the fire extinguisher come on his belly. Yeah, yeah. Um, something that might get like swept under the rug here that I do want to at least acknowledge was also Rusev in a ring jacket. Looks damn yeah. good. It looks, yes. it looks right. It does look good. Shout out to Nikolai Volkov, who, as I say this right now, is trying to not swallow his teeth while he eats. Um <laughs> <laughs> One thirty in the morning. I'm such a I'm such a mean prick tonight. I don't know why. Uh, anything else on this match? Oh well, except I wanted to make sure to discuss because I just saw Cena's springboard tornado DDT, which was before his springboard stone cold stunner. God damn it! Old, huh? I'm old. I'm gonna fucking watch some PWG highlights. I was la 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 like the PWG song for Cena matches from now on. Um, you know when you know when Bruno was out of the title picture, he added new moves like a hip toss. <laughs> when Cena had it, I added the hip toss. No, no shit. His first line last night for Zippus was like, "I have to tell you, folks." I'm like, "Come on." <laughs> Um, yeah, fucking Cena is, uh, Cena is going to try to kill himself in the ring, trying to prove to everyone that he's a very good wrestler. And we all know, but there's still assholes that don't. So when he breaks somebody's neck trying the Styles Clash from the second rope, <laughs> we warned you. Cena is going to be 54 years old, trying to do a, a, a 450 for the first time. Uh, I can't wait. And he's going to... 
He's not going to nail it, but he's going to get it close enough to where you're It's going to be like, like a fucking Cena. It's going to be like a 438. <laughs> yeah, I just saw the shoe spot. I think she is. that's all it was that she just missed. Yeah, it's coming up right now. Yeah, she just whiffed. Because she like. And know, she takes off. She took off her other shoe like she was going to do it again. But then I guess Rusev was like, wow, fuck it. I'll just touch the ropes. Well, he's getting the ropes right now. Yeah, like he's in the ropes. Ah, whatever. I think I, I think, you're, I think we're gonna fucking yeah, go play by play on this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we didn't do it for Marcho. Might as well do it for the end of this match. Um, all right, so hit that one up. Next was was probably the quintessential WrestleMania moment. Oh yes, yeah. With the Rock and Triple H, Triple and... H and Stephanie coming out, cutting Fuck. a promo. Good dude. Fucking good. Except for, well, whatever. I'll talk about that later, but go ahead. No, I think you might want to start, Augie. <laughs> uh, I freaking, immediately when that shit happened, I know you guys are kind of shitting on it at first, and I was like, I don't give a fuck. And I did I did the quote from Cool Runnings. So I was like, everybody shut up. My boy is on TV. <laughs> my, my best Jamaican accent. Anyway. So, back end. Uh, back end. <laughs> but I fucking was marking out. It was fucking, Stephanie, by the way, Stephanie McMahon. Holy fucking, fucking shit. She's yeah. awesome. She's amazing. Z- I was so happy that Triple H didn't say a word for the first 15 minutes. Zangri, oh, he was killing him. Z- Zangri, <laughs> Zangri's given her a lot of grief over the years. And he, like, he goes, okay, she's gotten really fucking good. I'm like, yeah, yeah she's she is the big slinging dick now. Yeah. Well, she always has been. But now she's like, can actually act like and a then- big slinging dick. And then I was afraid when they got Ronda Rousey. Like I was, I, I was like, yes, this is awesome, Ronda Rousey. There was even a champ beforehand. Cool, they get her in there. And then when Steph, I thought, okay, Ronda Rousey's gonna come in, and here's the Vicky girl screaming moment, getting her, you know, getting her comeuppance. And then Stephanie stands up to her too. I was like, this fucking Stephanie's amazing. The only thing that ruined it a little bit for me was when they started mentioning about WrestleMania moments and she was like, Oh, don't let the rock in your head about WrestleMania moments. And then at the very end, rock is like, and that's the biggest WrestleMania moment of the night. Don't label it. Just do it. That's what he does, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, this is trending right now. Hashtag boots to asses. It's what he does. He loves it. He love one of his fucking promos for SNL with Bobby Moynihan was like literally that. And Moynihan's just like, you don't know what trending means. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tope will save you for last. Uh, <laughs> Win. I th- I think do I think The Rock's middle name is Stretch. <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne the Stretch Johnson. <laughs> oh, that, I'm on board. He the, he can stretch. He can stretch more than Stretch Armstrong ever could. Well, they didn't oh, have Rodas there when somebody had to pee. So. Oh my god! It, it was just—I mean, I know that I know they had to stretch, and I know they were, you know, building up to to Ronda Rousey and everything. But it's just like, like, ah. Uh, but in 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 the end, I think watching uh, watching Ronda Rousey uh, was it was it like a, a hip toss? Hip toss triple H. Yes. Watching her hip toss Triple H was a thing of beauty, and watching Triple H flail around like a bomb went off in his pants. More than he did for Sting. <laughs> oh, oh God! Sting. Oh my God! Sting knew what he was talking about, man. At the end of the day, Dixie always wins. I, 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 I told you, Sting. <laughs> <laughs> 
why did you just do that, Rich? I, no, no. I, that is essentially my impression of Doug Benson's uh, Nancy Grace impression. So okay. I will not fucking take credit for that. That will never be another thing ever again. Okay. Because that's just Dixie Carter talking about marijuana cookies. Okay. And because we have so much more to talk about, I won't let you. I won't make you do the other thing now. But I no promises later. Okay. Wait and continue. Uh, that was pretty much it. Okay. Uh, for me, yeah, I, I, I said when they kept talking, like someone's got interrupting, and uh, Tope sarcastically said something. Then he was right. <laughs> and uh, if it wasn't for Rousey, I probably wouldn't have been any wouldn't super into it because I felt like he should have been saved for whatever they're planning for next year, which is, seems to be many different things. Um, I was a little disappointed in that the only thing she did with Stephanie was hook her arm. Probably because she, even if she was fake doing something, would have broken her arm. Uh, but yeah, I, I could have gone without the Triple H hip toss. <laughs> um, Isn't that what Jane J Security is for? Exactly. They should have done him those both at the same time. Uh, but yeah, I, Dana White is having himself a week, (laughs) and I know the mouth on him. The cleanest word out of his mouth was, (laughs) (laughs) and I will bleep that on purpose. But that deserves a bleep. Yeah, it does. (laughs) Sometimes we bleep shit on this show, people, that doesn't necessarily deserve a bleep. No. This one did. This one deserves a bleep, but it's just to prove my point. <laughs> he is, he is, he is. You know that Lionel Richie song, Dancing on the Ceiling? He is dancing on the ceiling in a bad way. I, I, I love that, because that is 100% reality. But there, he, he tweeted as it was happening, they're like, oh, in London, 3 a.m., watching Ronda Rousey and The Rock killing it at WrestleMania. And it was a picture of him watching like on a computer, and it was like, Whoever talked him into that is really good at their job. Like, did Vince, does Vince McMahon, like, hire... Did Vince McMahon do what Coco Watchout was doing to Bobby Moynihan's character in SNL? Like, he catfished Dana White, and now he has, like, all these different things on him? He's, he's, he's laying down some, some uh, major... Uh, figurative pipe right now. And then- <laughs> in the In the non-competitive competition that UFC and WWE have going on. Of course. Hey, don't worry. You know why it's going to get the last man laugh? Because Punk's going to be the champion by the end of the year and it's all going to be, he's going to be laughing to the bank with that two million buy rate. Really quick. <laughs> gonna, uh, just because it's, it's on the replay right now. Hands. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Really quick. <laughs> How many podcasts in a row am I going to get devastated? <laughs> God. Oh, go ahead. Um, Really quick, just because it's on the replay right now and we're talking about it. Biggest spoiler of the night is having John Cena's mom be right next to The Rock's mom before we knew The Rock was going to be there. That's not John Cena. That's not John Cena's mom. That's just his oh. up at WrestleMania, 93-year-old <laughs> Betty Stoland. <laughs> well, whatever. But The Rock's mom didn't have to be on camera to spoil everything. She, the, her fucking, like, her nephew brother cousin is was in the main event. I don't know what relation they all are. No. Uh, confusing. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, she bought that ticket. Like <laughs> she was going regardless. 
Uh, by the way, the thought of John Cena and Betty Schooling having sex is my favorite image at WrestleMania every year. Hell yeah. uh, they're always sitting next to each other in the Hall of Fame. This year she was sitting next to Nikki Bella, so you know she was jealous. He's been at least three fingers in there. Oh, my <laughs> God. She seems like a lovely lady. Who the and, fuck is and, and, good for, and good for her. Arnold Skolin was the manager of Bruno Sammartino. Uh, he used to be a, a agent backstage. Sweet old, sweet man. Everyone loved him. He died many years ago. Now every year at the Hall of Fame, Betty Skoland, his wife, is just sitting in the front row next to Cena. So is that who that who that's who that lady is? Yeah, yeah. Betty Skoland. Jesus, come on. Shut up, hey Betty Skoland. You want to be on the show? Yo, we gotta get a Betty Skoland Betty White match going. She on. doesn't <laughs> know what a fucking podcast is, or the internet. Or a phone. <laughs> <laughs> or a monogram. <laughs> uh, Tope, go ahead. I didn't hate it, so it's good to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It didn't seem like it at first. <laughs> I made a joke because you knew someone was coming. I'm like, are they going to like do like a rematch of Stingverse? <laughs> fucking Triple H. <laughs> like, <laughs> I legit thought that. I'm like, is he going to come out to get his heat back? And then I'm like, oh, I've missed a lot of WrestleManias. So let's go again. Please, please, please. <laughs> come on. One more, huh? Real quick. Five minutes. Five minutes. It's going to be five minutes with you. Uh, I thought, and then I'm like, oh, man, it might be The Rock. And then it was The Rock. And then, you know what? It's fine. It's if that is the backstage, all the back backstage segments into one. I'm fine with that. It, it was fun and enjoyable, and honestly, it was it was it was it was fun. Rich had a great line in the chat. Rich, remember what it was about what the Rock had mentioned once? Never going, uh, uh, never leaving. Never yeah. going away turned into what, Rich? Uh, never gonna leave. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was the other way around. Was, he said, "I'm never gonna oh, leave." Yeah, yeah. I'm never gonna never leave. Gonna leave. Uh, Turned into never going away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't get rid oh, of it. I think it was won't going away. <laughs> won't go away. Some won't shit like away. that. <laughs> uh, and Tope, I want to point out, you, I think you said it last year. For the fifth year in a row, Rock is getting that Dolph Ziggler money. <laughs> <laughs> Directly <laughs> taking Dolph Ziggler's paycheck out of his pocket. He's over, baby. Uh, the, Rock, the Rock's over. I, uh, I loved this segment for a lot of reasons. Um, one, this is the kind of segment that the foundations of WrestleMania is built on. True. They, the first thing I saw when I logged onto Facebook, like after WrestleMania, and we were setting up to start recording, was Sports Center's Facebook page talking about this specific segment, and it had a picture not of The Rock, not of Triple H, but of Ronda Rousey uh, having Stephanie McMahon. When's the last time Stephanie McMahon was on Sports Center? <laughs> Oh, that's why. Sorry, no, that's that's why she didn't do a move on her, so you can have the picture mm-hmm. of her holding her arm as opposed mm-hmm. to doing a move. Right. The Jay Leno theory. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Leno theory. Oh, you almost want me spit bucket everywhere. No, that sounds like a fucking shitty college dissertation. I wrote a 38-page paper on my Jay Leno game, Hulk Hogan and Arm Bar. <laughs> uh, for the for those of you who don't know, uh, what was that? Hog Wild, Road that, Wild at that point. Road Wild. It was Hulk Hogan and Bischoff. Yep. First DDP and Jay Leno. The match starts with I guess uh, 
Jay Leno putting Hulk Hogan like in a fucking arm log or some bullshit, and just so they could take pictures, basically for USA Today. But I will say, Kevin Eubanks, one hell of a diamond cutter. Hell yeah, <laughs> he man, uh, he could have had a whole different life. Here's uh, the line: "I'll never leave to. I just won't go away." Yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. Uh, but so, so sorry, Rich. The other thing that I I fucking loved about this segment was to me. Uh, in in the Attitude Era, I was a WCW kid. Uh, so whenever I would flip over to WWF, what it would be, you know, when when Rock was IC champ and and he was feud, like I always associate the Rock's biggest feud. I know it is Stone Cold. I always associate him with Triple H. Right. And so when they finally and they even brought it up. And that, for me, personally, was very fulfilling. Whether or not they do business off of it or not, whatever, I'd be, I'd be yes. fine with it. If not, this was enough for me. Just finally fucking acknowledging it, just for me. Anyway, I, I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Same for me, because I think I mentioned one point that when I started watching wrestling, like the first time ever, it was, mm -hmm. I think, after the Stone Cold Steve Austin and Rock feud when he when they just started SmackDown and and yeah it was Triple H and everything that that, that whole thing yeah. was happening and as a matter of fact another one of my friends that came over on just kind of dress whatever he's not even that much of a fan he's a casual fan but he loves the Rock and when the Rock first came out he goes he had thought that they were gonna set up a, a like a WrestleMania match for next year he you, thought that was the point of it you talk about ladder matches in Madison Square Garden for the Intercontinental Title of course obviously you have. Uh, Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon, but the second one in my mind is Rocky and and Triple H. Triple H. The yellow Love ass that. ladder. Love that man. Yellow ass ladder. Fuck it. The best. The best thing that uh, THQ ever did when they did the Attitude Era video game was they kept the yellow ladder in for that match. That I fucking marked out. If for that. that yellow ladder was a thing today, Yellow Ladder would be the tag team partner of Blue Pants. <laughs> Yellow ladder needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, we need like an object hall of wing of the Hall of Fame. Well, Duggan's two, Duggan's two by four gets in first. Mm -hmm. No, Triple H runs this shit. Sledgy's in two by four. Yeah, two by four. <laughs> the the sledgehammer is still active. He'll put. He'll put. Oh, okay. okay yeah. <laughs> fair, enough, fair enough. Well done. Well done. Um, Whereas right. literally the two by four, you can count the rings on it to see how old it is. Hey, he's on retirement. Also, well, also remember when Duncan got inducted, he put a bow tie on God the two damn by four. Right, he did. <laughs> I would like to see him get win and wake the fuck up. <laughs> I would like to see the fucking the two by four give a speech like stick stickly. <laughs> <laughs> That's his, his dad. Stick stickly, second generation man. <laughs> All right, next. P.O. Box 963, New York City, New York, <laughs> New York State. State 101108. Oh, let's let's go, go, girls! <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jerry Lawler for saying let's go, girls, by the way. <laughs> yeah, he knows what's up. He's part of the Swaggle Squad now. Uh, next. Bray Wyatt, Wizard of Oz. What did everyone think of that, by the way? All I wrote down was, ah, oh, man. All right. <laughs> I want to see how you wrote it with that inflection. It was O, oh, let me guess, O oh, period, man ellipsis. All right. Uh, it was A W ellipsis, man period, 
All right, improvised. I was close. I was close. <laughs> uh, yeah, it wasn't. Again, he needed the lights to be out. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that was gonna make or break this match, though, man. I wasn't gonna make or break the match. I'm just talking about the entrance in general. Oh, well, sure. His entrance. This is like the most generic fucking entrance Undertaker's had, like, since he just started entering buildings. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think it was a good reset for him, though, in terms of needing to kind of just be like for us to see yeah. what he was even going to do. And and, and character wise, just I need to strip it all away. I need to get back to what I fucking do. That's yeah. just how he walks in the creative meetings. Right. Um. Yeah, uh, who wants to start on Taker and Wyatt? I don't, you said my piece, honestly, so everyone else can just... Mo, the, just whole, the whole match? I mean, more Mo, or less, there was some cool stuff. The the spider walk sit-up spot was probably the, the high spot of the whole match. But everyone was expecting. I was expecting it to happen. Totally expecting, I, and, it, and it lived up to the expectations. Oh, okay, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, actually, Mo, you should go first, because you had some pretty funny comments when uh, Undertaker first came in and took his hat off, and... Well, no, someone said he looked like a sitcom dad. And then I just, and just my expertise in Law and Order SVU, he looks like an old Jack Chris Maloney to me. <laughs> just, oh, I thought you were the one that sitcom dad line. No, I think Tope was the one that said sitcom dad. But yeah. I, what I did say was, and I'm glad I said it when I did, even though it got better afterwards, but I'm good not seeing The Undertaker anymore, man. There was just something sad about it this year. And it ended up being a decent little match. It ended up being... It's not, a, it's not a classic. It was better than last year, because The Undertaker will remember this happened. But it, it, it and especially if the rumors of Wyatt getting hurt in rehearsal are true also. I mean, you couldn't really tell. But it was they kept it short. They still got me at a couple times. Like, the way the match was going, the first tombstone, I was like, let's see. Lesnar kicked out of one tombstone. Punk kicked out of one tombstone. Everyone else is kicked out of, like, two, maybe. There's no way Wyatt should kick out of one to begin with. I thought the mindset was going to be, he hasn't earned that yet. He, he won and done for him. And he kicked out. So that, that's a good push for him to begin with. And, um, and a good sell of it, too. And a very I, good sell. I, the most incredible, like I said, he's like an incredulous old English man dropped his tea. Like, <laughs> what? How damn? What? That part I don't was know played why. by Bill Nighy. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Why I was so picky, but I think I would have liked it if it was reversed. If Undertaker would have sat up first and then the crab thing, because once the crab thing happened, then you inspected, then you expected Taker to sit up. But if I, it was the other way around, it would have been better. I, I agree because what I wanted was Taker to do the sit up and then the crab and Taker show a little ass. Yeah, I thought it would have been huge for Wyatt, and the Taker was taking it back like, oh, this guy what? is fucking nuts. Yes, <laughs> like that. I think that was the biggest thing I, I I wanted from the match, and it didn't happen. Because Wyatt at first kind of was at awe and was like Ritza kind of said like the what did I get myself into kind of look, which was good. But I wanted Taker to kind of show that as well. Um, But again, after the first sister Abigail, I was like, well, maybe that's it, you know, because Taker was was showing weaknesses. But it ended up being a good little thing. But I I know he's going to wrestle next year because of how big of a show it's going to be. But there was just parts of the the match where I was just like, man, please don't. I'm good. I'm good with you. Let's let's put a bow on it and let's let's see you let's see you just be Mark again. I I I, it was I don't know. 
not to drag it down, but that's how I honestly felt. It was just like, I, I don't want to see The Undertaker anymore. I think Tope was the one that said it, like, when the first uh, Tombstone, he was just like, eh, it doesn't do it for me anymore. Like, you don't believe he's going to pin him the first one. And it's not, it's not even related to the streak. It's just something about seeing him. It, to me, for a lot of the match, Tears didn't seem like he wanted to be there. It was a body language and a facial expression thing that I just didn't, it, I just didn't, it, I didn't like it. I, I, I wish I could come up with a more eloquent way to put it, but that, I just didn't. Just didn't do it. Uh, Tope. Uh, I, I agree with everything you said. I, I, I feel like it's it's a match to preserve yourself to set up for his last match at 32, which has to be his last match. Um, don't know who against. But, yeah, it was, I, I mean, probably the one match which I didn't like out of all the matches um, just because it didn't do anything. When Bray can work with the right people, but he can't carry someone to a good match. Um, I don't know yet. I would agree with that. And like we said, there's no benefit to Wyatt losing. So you built Wyatt up this whole time, and now what does he do? Like The thing, in all honesty, I thought, if what happened at the end of Sting and Triple H should have happened at the end of this match. The only thing I will say, the only reason he loses this match is so he beats him at 32. Like, his year progress is just going through people. Basically, Shawn Michaels' storyline where it's like, I can beat you. I know I can beat you, and I'm going to do whatever I can to get with him. (laughs) 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 To get you again. And then he's the one who retires him. And then he becomes... You know, yeah, that would... that's the only thing I can say. The, the thing, the thing that I was trying to extrapolate at one point was, uh, as soon as it happened, I was like, "Well, you know, Taker started as this big, mean, unstoppable heel, and only really got like basically a year, year and a half out of it. It would have been nice to afterwards Taker like help wide up or something and said, you know what? No, you are the new face. Like just like an endorsement of like, yeah, you didn't win, but you have it. Kind of like and." What I said for the the pickums, like the the whole Jeff Hardy thing, where he's like, you exactly. didn't win, but kid. but goddamn it, kid, you have it, keep it up. Yeah, that's what I was like. Maybe could happen once I saw the pin, but you know, I I, I really want to see the follow up for my because of the heel, he really doesn't have a lot to do anymore. He's pretty much run through everybody. And then after that point, though, like the downside of that is like then Bray Wyatt starts wearing really weird glow paint, and it's <laughs> like, probably not for the best. I once lived in the swamp, but now I live on Pluto. <laughs> Wait and bark twice if you're in Milwaukee. Ruff, ruff. Boy, bitches, fuck y'all. I, I, I feel like... Oh my god, you wake up quick! <laughs> this... This match was was the storybook match of of the night. It told the story. It, I mean, just... It was confusing to watch. Like, I, I Are you talking I, about I, that stupid stare spot? That Johnny Gargano <laughs> would never do. <laughs> No, no. Just as far as th- they made Taker, Taker hasn't looked this weak since twenty seven. Yeah. So I kind of don't understand. I mean, why they're making him look so weak? Do you mean um, this week in a win? 
Yes. The, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I understand, like, kind of coming off of this big loss from Brock Lesnar and trying to put these pieces together and everything. They were telling the story, but the story was kind of confusing to, to follow. Um, but... In the in the end, uh, I think it was I think it was a great match. Um, anything else we didn't touch on that? Uh, I think it's all assumed that he's going to be back next year. I yeah. I would even be surprised if we didn't see him tomorrow. Um, just as kind of like a, I mean, every time he comes with after the raw, he gets interrupted now basically because the shield did it and somebody else did it. I forget who, but. Um, possibly to give a hint until he goes away back to work out with Michelle McCool. Um, yeah, it's, it is what it is. And we said last year, we're really looking forward to when somebody else gets that 30 minutes on WrestleMania to do what they can do. And we're one more year away from it. I feel like, uh, I'm just going to make a, a hot prediction next year. The, the Johnny cash song that's going to be is like his theme, that he, you know, will maybe even come out to is going to be uh, that Johnny Cash classic. I'm retiring this year. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be like, to, like, just hey, get rhythm. It's like that's not the Undertaker. Undertaker In the end. he just says fuck 25 years of everything Lincoln Park go ladies and gentlemen to send the Undertaker away Mike Shinoda (laughs) week of the week Mike Shinoda. Oh no! Didn't didn't somebody see a twenty three and zero sign or some shit? Yeah, Yeah, that was funny. It's still real to that guy. Uh, Okay, and then the main event. We should have gone backwards. (laughs) Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Someone go, someone go. All right. It, oh, go ahead. Rich? Go ahead. No, 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 please. Toby's got to get his notes in order. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, yeah, man, it was just uh, fucking beautiful. Amazing. Ugh, it go, was, go. you know, uh, Lesnar, Cena, SummerSlam, except instead of Cena and his, I gotta come through, it was Reigns just like... <laughs> This is fucking happening, huh? Was Reigns being like, you know what? I dig this. This is fun. Yeah, that and also like with with uh, 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 like hints. If I could be a sommelier of this match, I take. I, 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 there was an aroma of oh, I kind of got lucky to be in this situation, uh, and 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 hints and tastes uh, a, a touch of um, yeah, that fun and like all right, yeah, let's let's get. Physical. Uh, I, I gave credit credit to Tope on uh, him just nailing it and saying like I think it was like a month, two months ago we were talking about this match. Yeah, and Tope was just like, "Don't tell Lesnar this is a WWE match. Tell him this is real. Tell him this is a f- actual fight." And that's essentially how it started. It was amazing. It was fantastic. And then, uh, yeah, just kind of like the 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 dominance was amazing and there were 
the beginnings of Hope Sno- Hope Hope Snots. Uh, it's the <laughs> sequel to Hope. That's the, <laughs> that's the parody version of Hope Floats. Um, it's the gross Nickelodeon version. Hope yeah. Snots. Uh, there were hope spots that got extinguished so quickly. It was beautiful. There was Lesnar getting busted open the hard way, uh, which is that's that's how you get to Suplex City. By the way, it's the hard way. Um, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, like how many matches are quotable? What? It's <laughs> <laughs> a great point. <laughs> so that was amazing. Uh, and then, I mean, the finish itself could be a whole different topic. We could because it technically is a different match. But I'll just get this out there. The thing that I loved the most about it was, uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure I mentioned it earlier, in that it was not your typical WrestleMania ending. It was, it was a surprise. It was a good surprise. It made a lot of sense. It made all the sense. It told, it, it, uh, what happens to Reigns now? Who gives a dick? Uh, <laughs> I actually have an idea for what would happen to Reigns now, which is far-fetched and, and sort of fantasy book, but whatever. But uh, yeah, they, they didn't leave you with a conclusion. They left you with a bam, bitch. And and with shit to play into, it was it was the unpredictability that the WrestleMania main event normally doesn't have, yeah. and it already it already did as soon as Lesnar resigned because everyone was expecting a Roman Reigns win and mm-hmm. coronation with Lesnar on his way out, mm-hmm. and then with Lesnar resigning, people were expecting Lesnar to hang on to it, but then possibly, you know, them possibly, you know, being stubborn. And the post, and then the situation that we all always talk about that we're just like, nah, they're not going to do it. It's it's the ultimate fantasy booking happens, and it opens up so many different avenues. And, and even then, maybe even the simplicity of it, it, it happened, but it didn't happen as fantastically as yeah. fantasy booking does. The thing that it boils down for for me is that they finally had some balls. When it came to actually being creative, it was a creative ending. It was, it was the end. Yeah, it, it, it was a, a teen novel series, and it's like, all right, cool. I mean, what's the next book? I don't know. That was the worst thing I could have thought of right there. <laughs> <laughs> but it was actually creative. It wasn't just like, all right, well, um, this is uh, this is going to be the last image ending WrestleMania, or this is how you send the whole, the crowd home happy. It's like no, send them home shocked. So we yeah. did for SummerSlam, and it was great. Send them home saying I had a great time, but I now have to continue watching to see what's yes. going to happen. As opposed yeah. to I had a great time, but see you next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I had a great time, but. Now I know Roman Reigns is the champion, and I'm not invested in him. Or I had a great time, and Lesnar won, but I won't see him for a little while. Like, all those have finalities to them for a, lo- a large segment of the audience. Not for the diehards, but even for us diehards, we now have something that we look- can look forward to and have the rest of these people with us that can hopefully experience all these other great parts to the story. And the way I t- there's... The added wrinkle of well, now you have Daniel Bryan as your Intercontinental Champion. You have John Cena as your not your United States Champion, under the pretense that Brock Lesnar was going to take another three and a half months off. But no, you have uh, twenty eight year old Seth Rollins as your fucking champion, week in and week out now. 
what I was also thinking also is that for WrestleMania, there are a fuck ton of casual fans that watch this, that do not watch Raw and don't really give a shit. They pretty much just watch WrestleMania once a year, and that's pretty much it. And by showing this Brock Lesnar beatdown, by the way, the fact that there was a This Is Awesome chant during a one-sided beatdown, I was fucking like, this, they're doing a fantastic fucking job. <clears throat> and then to show that, and like the, the casual fan going, Holy shit, wrestling maybe is not as fake as I thought it is, because they're beating each other the fuck up. They're both, I mean, they're bleeding all over the place. By the way, was there a spot where somebody might have put something in, Ro- in, in Rain's hands, like a razor blade maybe, or something? Because uh, somebody, I didn't see it, but somebody else said that they go, hey, didn't looks like somebody just handed him something. Lesnar like, looked like he protected his head on the post very well, and he came up bleeding heavily, and I don't see how he did that without gigging. You watch it again. It's when Roman gets thrown out and he's laying on the ground, like belly down with his arms up, and the cameraman comes in close. That's, I didn't get to rewind it, but that's when somebody goes, No, that's when somebody walked up and handed him something in his hand or took something from him. And I was like, I didn't see that. And then, sure enough, two or three spots later, Brock Lesnar's bleeding like a motherfucker, and I was like, Maybe he might have cut himself. I'll, I'll have to go back and watch it, but um, but Whitten. it's still awesome for the casual fan to be like, dude, this guy fucking killed him. Yeah, Whitten. Um, let me try to get all these facts together. Honestly, I'm gonna get my facts for these match, and I'm gonna go. I need to get some sleep. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, I I I can't take it. Fuck Pickums. Fuck whoever won this season. I don't care. I need to get some sleep. You were in fourth. Uh, Great. I thought you were going to be like, you won! Good night! <laughs> <laughs> you were in fourth for Mania, and you were in fourth for the season. Okay, well, fine, whatever. I'll, I'll take it. Um, this, I've, I have not seen a match this stiff probably since John Cena and Brock Lesnar. This match was just was so stiff, and... Uh, WWE handed to him did a very good job as far as Lesnar controls the whole match and because of one instance here comes Reigns and you think Reigns is going to take it over and then Lesnar fights back and then you throw in the wild card of Seth Rollins and it just I, I will say it truthfully, never I thought in a million years, never did I think Seth Rollins was going to cash in. I didn't think it was going to happen. I didn't for the whole time, and then when the Lesnar thing happened, I definitely didn't. And also when he lost on the undercard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, I think that was a good insurance policy as well. Um, yeah, yeah, I just didn't did not think that was going to happen, but... But yeah, just the physicality in that match was unreal. It's definitely, definitely a thing to watch. And then, and then actually WWE pulling the trigger and letting Seth Rollins hold that belt. And one main important thing to to take away from that match is Seth Rollins won the belt, but he did not need to pin Roman. Uh, sorry, Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. He did not need to do that. So you still have Brock looking strong. What? You have, Go ahead, sorry, to me interrupt. But, Go ahead. But you have Seth Rollins with that belt now. Was anybody terrified that Reigns was going to pin Rollins? Because I legit was. When he, when he got Rollins up for the F5, that's the other thing I love. When the cash-in happened, for me at least, I still thought any of the three could still win. Hmm. 
I thought when Rollins came out, I was like, I mean, it would have been much less of a of a high. So, so did I, though. I agree. Go ahead. Sorry. But when Rollins came out, I was like, oh, okay, they're just going to use him like they did in January to take the fall again and protect whoever wins. But when but when, Roll, when Reigns hit the spear, when Rollins was set up for the F5, I was like, fuck, he is going to spear Lesnar, take him out, block curb stomp, spear Rollins, that's it. I mean, and I'm glad that it happened. But again, that just goes to show how well of a scenario they had set up in yeah. really a time crunch and that like I I, yeah. I didn't say it but like the match started at 1041 and I kept I kept saying <sighs> the room I said Zinger I'm like there's seven minutes left. There's three <laughs> minutes left. Well and and it, exactly like we were saying that oh there's only a few minutes left and this match is gonna be short as hell, whatever, blah blah and to me as soon as we started talking about that I was like, oh well that pretty much rules out the cashing in to me. True. I was like you need time for that afterwards. True. Um <laughs> But and the other thing too is, and, oh. yeah. The other thing too oh. is when he cashed in, right? He cashed in, and I was like, okay, cool. He's cashing in, whatever. And then he cashed in. He kicked. He kicked Roman Reigns out, and I was sitting there going, no, because the person who had the, <laughs> the person who had the last offensive move was Brock Lesnar. He's freshest. You know what I mean? To me, like yeah. that's what I was like. You picked the wrong guy. Uh, but at that point, from what I can remember, it was a, oh, and I loved this too because it was just. This was so dramatic, and this is something you obviously can't get in UFC, and this is what would be actually fun about this. This is the fun. Is It was at a, this stage of the match where Roman Reigns was attacking Brock Lesnar, and Brock Lesnar seemed like a video game boss, and that he was yep. taking finisher and still standing, and Superman punch, bouncing off the ropes, spear, Bounced right back up, but still like hurting, and like in my head, I could just see Brock Lesnar flashing red. It was yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah. Uh, Widen, are you hanging in there? Or are you gonna go? Uh, just, just one, just one more thing. I, I had, I had to say the fact that the one thing I'm, I'm pissed at is that the fact that three F fives conquers the Undertaker, but it doesn't conquer Roman Reigns. Four like, didn't conquer Roman Reigns because didn't, didn't he hit a fourth one at the very end? Reigns uh, kicked Reigns kicked out of the third one, but didn't he hit a fourth one? I I, I can't remember. I think but, there was a fourth one, but I don't know. I can't remember if there was even a pin on it. I don't think there was a pin remember. on it. Again, for me, I, I was I I was stupidly. Oh, that's right. there, there wasn't a pin. No, he did do a fourth, but there was no pin. I was stupidly miffed at it at first, but then once the cash had happened, the entire show made sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it was like, a, and Tope's going to, I think, get in that in a second, but it was like a puzzle piece. And I said, after the third F5 kickout, I was like, this has been a beautifully booked match until that kickout. And then the fourth one happened, and it made sense, and that <laughs> Reigns didn't beat the one, but Reigns survived the one. Yeah. Right. He didn't lose to the one, but he didn't beat the one. So we can revisit this. I think if, I think if correctly, when he took the fourth F5, Brock Lesnar didn't pin, and that's when Seth that's Rollins, when Rollins music came played. out. Yeah. Exactly. Which and is that's why when he kicked Roman out, I was like, no, Brock Lesnar just did the F5 to him again. Yeah. That's um, why. But it was perfect... I mean, period. But <laughs> it was it was perfect in that it succeeded on every different level, and even the hardest level. In that 
when Lesnar went in that post, the crowd was booing. And then when he hit the first, set up the first Superman punch and hit it, the crowd was booing. But then everything after that, they kind of got behind him. Even when he, they kind of would show him on the screen with the little smile, the, the one thing this match at the end of the day needed to do, and they were going to make sure that they tried to do, was get Reigns over. And if any situation worked, it was this situation, to me at least, and that by the end of it, he looked like an, almost an equal, or basically an equal, and he lost nothing. Only thing he did was gain from it. And he held up his end of the bargain. Yeah. So, okay. With that being said, I need to hop off. Uh, let's see. If there's one final thought I have from WrestleMania, uh, they killed the whole cow when they made Natalia's outfit. so it's a mania brother it it is it is a mania so for that being said good night everybody good night Swaggle fans uh fuck my sleep apnea and my my tired some self the whole day uh we'll catch you guys later so tope without further ado Go on. Uh, <laughs> I was only even talking about the match itself because you guys have kind of like said everything I was going to say, but like just kayfabe wise, I just want to talk about the match. This is the first cash in where the cash in participant, if we're talking to straight kayfabe, has ever added another person to the match. I've mentioned I'd mentioned that-, that before. I'd mentioned a scenario like that. I forget when. I think I want to say for SummerSlam, maybe with Rollins or somebody, I said it's going to happen at some point. And I don't know what it, mean, what it means, but it's going to happen. Go on. Because technically, you are guaranteed a championship match anytime, any place against a champion. Right. So technically, he in going to the match, he's like, yeah, Rance can be in this match too, so he can have another person who's weakened to pin. Yeah. Tec- I- I ne- never, never thought of it in that aspect. Anytime I ever thought of the person adding in, it's like they, I, for some reason, I thought they still had to pin the champion. It's like, no, that's not what happens at all. So that's a like situation. Brilliant. And it, you're in a situation where, like, like you said, you, your goal, every single goal you want to achieve in this match was, was conquered. You wanted to make <laughs> Roman look strong. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, you wanted. End, yeah. Yeah, you want to protect Brock, and you wanted to make a new legit star. I think you did all that. Um, funny tweet that someone retweeted from uh, uh, April second, two thousand twelve, from a certain WWE World Heavyweight Champion. It said, uh, "I will main event WrestleMania one day, and we'll change the world together." Oh no! That's from uh, Seth Rollins. Oh. Uh, April 2nd, 2012, the night after WrestleMania 28. So it's nice that, uh, no, that's, who do you think? Do you think that's punk? Yeah. Come on. Come on. He couldn't even afford to pay for ROH training with punk. <laughs> and now he's the world, undisputed world champion. Uh, you are, they're in such a great situation right now because in, in my mind, you have three. SummerSlam matches already that are a possibility to main event. Brock versus Rollins, 
Brock versus Reigns are a triple threat rematch. All I'm fine with. Um, and I think you build to that. That's you have five months to build to that, and this match did everything you needed to to keep you in business for the next five months. Is Brock taking a break for a bit? You think? I know he's supposed to be. Well, I know he's going to be on Raw tomorrow. He normally has been work. He didn't work Extreme Rules last year, but he worked the previous two Extreme Rules. So that while it's all good and great, Tope, I wouldn't be surprised if we see some combination of it at Extreme Rules. I yeah, I could see that. I honestly, well, if I had to, technically, Randy Orton should be in that match, right? Because that feud shouldn't end. Right there. So in that case, you can do a four-way, and Orton can take the pin, and then you can still hold off to SummerSlam. Oh no, I'll say no. Orton with the title, Extreme Rules, and hold it. Oh, I'm so glad you didn't stand up for that. No, because all bullshit aside, that's happening. <laughs> that's the, the that's the logical conclusion to all of this. I put, I put a lot on Andrew's angry shoulders tonight, but when he heard that Randy Orton was a 12-time world champion, I'm like, yeah, you stopped watching, and that happened. <laughs> so, good job, dickhead. When, what did he stop watching at? What number? Like, two or three? <laughs> wow. <laughs> How long ago was that? I mean, probably like 08, 09, like around that range. My God. Are you serious? Yeah, roughly. Ten times in a matter of seven, eight years? Maybe six, seven years. Ten times in the, the span of this podcast, basically. <laughs> Holy shit. So maybe it is our fault. Sorry, Andrew. Um, oh, so was there anything deeper to your author- authority uh, theory, Tope? Basically, you have Triple H when you have Big Show, when you have Kane not wrestle, always to make the authority look strong. He, he, he was in the Battle Royal, Tope. No, he wasn't. The main authority <laughs> looked strong. <laughs> was, was he really? Yeah, yeah. He, he was. He also I didn't even looked, him. He also looked really strong in the pre-show when he stopped uh, Eden from knocking on Triple H's door. Yes, he did. <laughs> so there but you it's it's all to make build up Seth. I think mean, this is use this next five three to five months to really make him a legitimate number one heel, which they have been for the last you know, yeah. year. But um, also the fact that we should get a really pissed off Lester tomorrow because he got screwed by the authority. Uh, they brought him in to take the title from Cena and they've been pretty cool with it and they kind of screwed him tonight. So hopefully we can see something with that later down the line. There's just so much to go with there and I fucking love it. Not to mention... Not- the failed mission of a one Dean Ambrose. That you oh, the most important one. He'll be pissed as well. And there's so much to do. So it's, you, that, yeah, that it's can like be a one month program. Yeah. Really, really, really quick, at the very end of WrestleMania, I know you guys were jokingly like, oh, fuck NXT. WWE is back. But if the NXT, NXT vets or alumni made a lot of this show. Mm-hmm. Of course. So, not so much. Like, I mean, Paige, I mean, you're talking about, obviously, fucking The Shield and... Wyatt. Rusev, Wyatt. Goddamn. Every freaking match. <laughs> <laughs> ow! Ow! I cracked the 
Alright, alright, fuck all right. NXT, fuck <laughs> NXT. No, no, no. alright, alright, real quick, because we haven't talked about it since it happened, but everything that um, we wanted to happen with the Ascension on the main roster has happened. They didn't even get a chance to get buried by Cena. It's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They shouldn't be as openly burying, but that's just a larger issue. Oh, but it's fantastic. <laughs> They're, jo- they're jobbing to somebody that hasn't officially been called up on the main roster. On the main <laughs> roster. <laughs> Topi, uh, speaking of NXT, your thoughts on Hideo Tommy? Yeah, after he uh, tweeted at Punk, he's up to a seven. <laughs> he was, he was at a five. And then he, if, if we're not he familiar, the- if we're not familiar with that tweet. Oh, uh, it uh, CM Punk had a tweet last night. I guess Pro Wrestling Tees had a twenty percent off sale, and uh, CM Punk decided Log to cheat. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, CM Punk decided to tweet at uh, Hideo and was like, "Hey, uh, you want one of my shirts? You know, blah blah blah, joke joke." And uh, Hideo said, "Oh, sorry, I have to uh, have a big day tomorrow. It's time to go to sleep." You know, and it was like, yeah, good for you, man. Also, he was at a he was at a five. Then he knocked Tyler Breeze the fuck out with his GTS last night, uh, and then now he's at a seven because of that. He did joke. that last night at the, at the he finally hit it at the house show in San Jose. They better show that shit. I on think fucking NXT. Oh, they don't worry, Stephanie it. McMahon was meerkatting the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to be fucking baller and amazing because it's NXT no it was just a joke because I knew here's the thing at the end of the day the w... like when WWE does it there's no better feeling I love NXT to death I love it but at the end of the day it's still in front of four or five hundred people and it's it is a smaller scale it's got a ceiling yes it has a ceiling the ceiling there's plenty of holes and people busting through it, but there's never people standing on the top of the building. For this, there's no roof on this. So there's no limit to how high we can get. And when they get high, it feels amazing. Like, to watch Jimmy tonight, Jimmy fucking jumped out of his seat. I was just in awe. <laughs> like I was, I was comatose with what was happening. But when they hit it, there's nothing better. That was the feeling of WrestleMania 20 watching it was, you know, well, why am I going to bring up that? That's just going to depress us. Let's <laughs> 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 not talk WrestleMania 20. But it's, it, it feels so good to see what happened happen. And for expectations be damned and to, and to now have all these open possibilities. And to also see three guys fucking just kill it and have... Lesnar not be any worse off than he was, only stronger, because now he has a new catchphrase to put on a t-shirt. Reigns actually possibly having a chance to be what they want him to be. Because let's be honest, at the end of all this, Reigns is going to have that title. Oh, absolutely. And after tonight, I feel like he deserves it. He, He went to finishing school tonight, or he started taking classes at finishing school tonight. And Seth Rollins earned this from an, a phenomenal year and proof that no matter who sees your dick, if you're good, you're going to remember that. Like, we saw, like, oh, fuck, he's dicked. He just won the main event of WrestleMania, and he worked a minute. Dick be damned. <laughs> also, I thought you were referring to earlier about Punk is that on April 2, 
2012, I'm going to be in the main event of WrestleMania. And technically, Seth Rollins worked a minute, won the title, and forever will be in the main event of WrestleMania. <laughs> and, he, and he could never get there. Um, yeah, it feels great. Uh, now it's it's 2.18. Now it's like, oh, well, it's almost on the stream. Maybe I'll just stay up and watch it. <laughs> uh, is it's there, next. It is next. Is there... <laughs> Is there anything else we didn't touch on that we want to touch on? Um, well, kind of moving forward, something I would like to see, as you mentioned, uh, Roman kind of beginning finishing school. And hopefully he'll take a class in not having your giant logo on a vest. You get some <laughs> goddamn gear. Uh, <laughs> the, also- gear he, the gear he had tonight helped him out with that beating that he got. That- it's cushion. Oh. That fucking clothesline on the apron. Yo. Oh, because those knees were also... I love that Lesnar, like, on the way out, Roman's like, hey, what are we doing? And Lesnar's just like, we're fighting. (laughs) (laughs) We're fucking... We're we're fighting. Um, But for... And this is... I'll just cop to it. This is totally internet stupid. But I'm too fucking tired to stand up. Oh, uh, come on. And and also, it's like, I am kind of being sincere about it. It's something I would love to say. <clears throat> it's sincere in that I would love to say it. Is if he had just a, a free year. What, I would just love to fucking see Roman out there. And then his cousin meets him out there. And he's like, what happened? I... I fucking stuck my neck on the line out for you. I I won that for you. You talking about Dwayne Stretch Johnson? Stretch. No, no, they stretch. Stretchy. Sounds like it's West Side Story. Dude. Die, stretchy, die. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, and just and and it'd be one of those things where it's just like where it starts off like a, just sort of a, a family feud, and it turns into like by the end of this, you're going to be fucking ready. And whether it's it's you know regardless, because I could see totally on Monday night and we'll find out whether it happened or not, but I can completely see the crowd just hitting the reset button on Roman Reigns. Like, you know, they were starting to pull from a little bit last night. I could see the crowd, the raw after WrestleMania crowd being, Oh yeah, no, 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 no. Still fuck this guy. And do you yeah. want like a you want like a Rocky montage where well no yeah. pun intended but it actually works out a Rocky montage <laughs> where Rocky's the trainer there's no, no stupid no. stuff and it wouldn't be like a friendly thing it would get adversarial it would be like you know the way that some people fight with their siblings or something like that uh, and yeah it would be, be cool. yeah and, and 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 then after he beats the Rock to do a handshake and he's like all right now you're ready I would you know whether you could still have rock uh displaying heel tendencies and he'll still get cheered because it's roman especially if it's early um and then eventually like you know it culminating like all right go go actually fuck shit up now that's pretty good fuck i actually would want to see that i would fucking love to see that shit week of the week and i titled that come on cuz <laughs> and I hate it. <laughs> That's the long, that was the longest week of the week you've ever had. <laughs> Slow burn. Um, I, I'm just saying, if you were to, I don't know if they still have it in in 2K15, but like, you know how you can like create storylines. That's probably what it would be. 
Okay. Well, the way you used to be able to, that's what it would be. Yeah. Uh, and also just for later, we have, uh, we got an email actually along with the tweets of stuff that uh, you guys would like to hear us talk about. Okay. Uh, we well, covered we, most just, of it, but yeah. Yeah, we covered most of it. Uh, so that was WrestleMania play button, WrestleMania 31, whatever you want to fucking call it. Uh, Pick'ems were a joy to follow. Hmm. Um, so after some debate and some discussion, I did the points both ways, uh, because technically any time a match is adjusted, we throw it out. The main event was adjusted, but points were the same no matter what. So WrestleMania points. First place, WrestleMania 31, Rich Camelucci. Holy shit! Tied for second, WrestleMania 31, Tope and I. Fourth place, Widden. Last place, Augie. Oh, fuck ever. Who cares? So for the season, <laughs> last place, 24 points, Augie or Tillis. Yeah, I came up with the rear quick, but not enough. Too little, too late. Uh, renegotiating his WCW contract. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with 26 points in fourth place, Michael Whidden. Third place, 28 points, ending the streak, Rich Camelucci. Streak's up. And the streak. Oh, who's the one? And with 29 points, we have our, our first season tie. Tope and I tie for Pick'em Champions. Two and the streak. I'm okay with that. Uh, me too. You know what? Hey, it's it's been a while for both of us because I'm <laughs> fucking rich. And mostly because I haven't watched since October. <laughs> and mostly because I did the research, I only won two pickums the whole year. <laughs> so I totally backed into this. Uh, yeah, so if we ever... We are about four meals behind. But if we ever, if we actually ever do this meal, Tope and I uh, get to eat whatever we want. We pick for Rich. Rich picks for Witten. Witten picks for Augie. Augie, you have like three gross meals. Whatever, we should just pick like two days where we just do we just add all the meals together and we just eat non-stop for two days um, yeah yeah that's that, i'm fine with that july, i'll die but july <laughs> 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 yeah but please can we at least go to like relish for one of them um okay yeah all right there's nothing bad at relish there's nothing at all that'll be this it for this up uh it's your excuse. It's 2.30 in the morning. It is. Rich, are we going to go... Before I sign off, do you want to go over the email and the tweets or... Uh, yeah, let me just pull it, the email up real quick because I have it right here. Uh, JBL recognizing Brock Lesnar's IWGP title was fun, especially for what the match ended up being. Incredibly stiff. True. Um... <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, this is from uh, Matt Barthwell, by the way. Uh, Rusev coming out in a progressively larger vehicle each WrestleMania, eventually landing in the ring from parachuting from the International Space Station. (laughs) (laughs) That needs to happen. Um, Something about that Swerve show. I don't know what he's talking about. Uh, The Wolfpack uh, bit. one of the Russian sh- Russian soldiers was out of step. And then just uh, also a thought of the Mizdow uh, turn didn't have that, that that great enough effect as he thought it would. Uh, should have saved it for the Raw afterwards with a super hot crowd. Eh, it might be a point to be made for that, I think. Um, but, you know, it's also, I mean, how much slower can this burn get? Am I right? 
True. Uh, it's going to get there, though. <laughs> One of these days, a burn will be had. Uh, and in response to uh, us asking if you guys wanted us to talk about anything on the show from Twitter, yeah, let's see. Uh, the Steve Porknoy uh, or Poker. Uh, fucking, I can't read or speak. The Steve Pokernoy. Uh, Wide versus Taker, what and why? My casual friend uh, asked if it was a bathroom match, uh, and we were there live. Eey. Ooh, jeez. Uh, Mizdow finally turning against Miz during the Battle Royal. That was from Seasonal Tiger 35. Uh, Dave J is witty. Dave Johnson, get me in on... Th- oh, sorry. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sweeney 32, Rich and Dave. Anyone want to see if this is up or if he's up? No. <laughs> All right. Point uh, yeah. Uh, Sonic NBS. Uh, can you guys please talk about why uh, about WWE's desire to embarrass the Minnesota Vikings? Molly, you want to touch on that? Not anything we didn't do to ourselves. <laughs> uh, what, what's the record going to be this year? Better than the Giants. Even though here's the sick thing, I kind of want to lose the bet. <laughs> I kind of want to lose so I can just, you know, see what I look like bald and get it over with. You, you can forfeit. It's okay. No, I mean, if I earn it, I earned it. Oh, you'll earn it. Oh, you'll earn it. Uh, that's pretty much it. That's all I got to say about yes. that. We're, 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 we're deteriorating here, so let's wrap this up. <laughs> Is that all you had, Rich? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're deteriorating oh. like fucking mark calloway's bone structure oh no i i did hear because we talked somebody mentioned the tank again about the space station something like that somebody that came over here did mention that the only way cena would have an even remotely close entrance or cooler than that is if he flew in in a fucking helicopter and he wasn't kidding he was legit he's like cena's gotta do something to match that and he did he failed shield did it for fucking SmackDown, yeah. And then, and then one of the girls, one of the girls here goes, "Oh no, don't worry, he didn't have a helicopter, but he's holding up a towel. We're good." I said, "I hope Cena rides in on the biggest bald eagle they can find." And the first thing in the American veto was a bald eagle. I'm like, "Oh, we're good. He's coming in in an eagle." Well, actually, uh, according to Petey Pablo, if you take that towel and you spin it around your head, it's like a helicopter. Oh, um, <laughs> which is when. <laughs> Bye, guys. Did it die? Did the... Skype died. Skype died. Skype died. Skype's dead. Are you there, Rich? It's Petey Pablo's uh. fault. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Possible Wrestling Podcast Entertainment. <laughs> you good? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Uh, we encourage you, as always, to check out podswoggle.com for this podcast and all kinds of great things there. Uh, all the other podcasts in the Podswoggle Network, including uh, Married with Movies, picked up at the blank slate. We're all available on iTunes. Leave us a review. Leave us five stars. We'll read it on the show. We'd greatly appreciate it. Send us an email, as you heard, at podswoggle.gmail.com. Check us out on social media, on YouTube, on Instagram, on Twitter. It was a fucking hell of a weekend. Again, thank you guys so much for all the support. Um, we will announce the next week's podcast is going to be our Marcho 2015 wrap-up. 
where we go over uh, the results of March of Madness immediately after it was finished. So if you did watch the live stream or if you somehow managed to avoid the website and are waiting for us to talk about it, it'll be on there. And I'll make sure to edit in the winners of the prizes on that show as well once Tope finally, finally, finally tabulates the brackets because it's 2.30 in the morning and I'm not going to trust his math right now even though it's being done on a computer. <laughs> yeah. Witten, any last thoughts? Thanks. Augie, Aww. any last thoughts? <laughs> that was, I told you, I was a giant dick this whole Fuck show. It was a low blow. You know what? I, I, I don't know what's going on with me. Augie, any last thoughts? Uh, I'm a huge hockey fan, huge hockey player. Miracle of 1980. I've always hated Russia until Rusev came in in a motherfucking tank. I'm sold. Russia, you're okay in my book. Well, I understand communism. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Bygones are bygones. You let him come in a motherfucking tank. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, that is so much more than 140 characters. (laughs) Hey, Kurt Russell, fuck you. A motherfucking tank. Oh. I almost came in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> we said it, we said it last week too, but leaving Mons Venus in 1997. <laughs> <laughs> Rich, any last thoughts? <laughs> Fuck no. Let's get it out of here. <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, uh, oh, related to WrestleMania 31. Last. <laughs> Uh, apologies to Sasha Banks. Uh, <laughs> beautiful. I love you. You're smart. You're great. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, this is this is sincere. Uh, shout out to uh, Carolyn from the Hills and Hills podcast. She uh, tweeted at me telling me I had basically had a better voice than Sasha Gray. Uh, that is true. And most importantly, WrestleMania was fantastic. So fan, so awesome, so spellbinding, just like how amazing Sasha Banks is. Uh, that's all I got. Uh, Skylar Gray or Sasha Gray? <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> said, you said Sasha, and half the time, we can't tell what she's saying. <laughs> that, was, that was me taking a sincere compliment from a female towards you and turning it into a really nasty, deep-throating joke. <laughs> Now you have two Sashas to apologize. (laughs) (laughs) Tune in next week when Tope pisses off the guy that plays Borat. For Augie. For Rich, for Tope. (laughs) Mullet, that might be the most funny traditional joke you've made in like four years. I felt like Jeff Ross just then. <laughs> Michael Wynn wanted to be here tonight, but he had more important things to do. <laughs> just swung it off. We're done. We are done here. Oh, God damn it. Uh, Tope, please continue. Like, Jimmy Kimmel keeps apologizing to Matt Damon. I don't give a fuck. This is a new every episode thing. 
apologies to Sasha Banks, and then just go on to your final words. That's all it is from here on out. You're going to have to work that into your guys' nuptials when you... <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, I'm going to ruin your body and put things inside of you. Totally uh, taking time out of your career. I would ruin her body. No! <laughs> Damage undone! Do I replay the come on the back thing from last week? <laughs> It wasn't even about her. <laughs> I love women. My wife is a trooper. And by that I mean she was an extra in Super Troopers. <laughs> in, a, in, a, in an affidavit. <laughs> this has been a Podswoggle Network production. Visit Podswoggle.com for more of that sweet, sweet entertainment.